Welcome to Wit & Wire. I'm your host, Melissa Guller, and I'm here to take you behind the scenes to learn what it really takes to start and scale a successful podcast that makes an impact. Welcome back and welcome to a part two episode. Recently, my most popular episode from February actually was episode 27 called Will Clubhouse Kill Podcasting? A little bit dramatic maybe, but this episode was way more popular than I was expecting. And if you haven't checked it out, you'll find it at witandwire.com slash 27. You don't need to listen to it first before getting into this episode, but you will hear me talk more about what is Clubhouse, why is it such a big deal for podcasters, and are our podcasts at risk. So it is a good foundational episode. The reason why I'm doing a part two is because sometimes things change really quickly. And with an app as on fire as Clubhouse, they did the exact thing that I said would make a difference. They changed their terms of service to allow recording. I have so many thoughts about this, you would not believe. But I also wanted to hear from my friend, Laura Bowder, the host of Profit From Podcasting. She's been really using Clubhouse. She hosts weekly hangouts. She's trying to drive more people to listen to her podcast, but also to try to find partnerships. And she, I feel, is the absolute queen when it comes to this. And I am just a student learning from her. So she and I hosted a room together mid-March to talk about the big change to Clubhouse, i.e. the ability to record. And Laura also shared three strategies that she's been using to grow her show. All that to say, Laura gave me the express written and verbal consent to use the recording from that room in this episode. So let's go ahead and dive right in. First up, let's say hello to Laura as we segue over to the recording from that Clubhouse room. When I first got on Clubhouse toward the end of December, early January, the terms of use were absolutely no recording. At least that was what I read and thought that I understood about the app. And then at least in the most recent update, the one where they also allowed anybody to create clubs... The terms have changed and I pulled it, I actually pulled out like the two or three sentences that mention it and sent it over to Melissa in the DMs when we were talking about doing this room earlier. Um, it is included in a list of things not to do. So this is something you are not to do on the app. Record any portion of a conversation without the expressed consent of all of the speakers involved. So I just wonder how you first of all, should get consent. And maybe this is another Clubhouse thing that will be coming down the line where like they'll do some kind of pop-up and you have to hit okay and, and it will remember that, that you gave consent to be recorded because it would obviously be a lot of work if you had to do like what you do with your podcast and get people to like sign a release or, you know, fill out the form and make sure that you have at the end, like, is it okay if we disseminate your information? I've seen some people I try to avoid the recorded rooms too just for this purpose because I don't really know what the rules are and I didn't want to get kicked off the app so now that their terms do include you can record the room as long as everyone gives consent I think it's going to be really interesting to see what podcasters do with that and my hesitation with recording outside of something like what, you know, Melissa and I are trying here, where it's like, okay, we'll, we'll record when we're talking, but we're not going to be recording anybody else on the app, so we're not asking for consent. Um, but how do you prove that if somebody is recording in a clubhouse room, puts something on their podcast that maybe the speaker 
later regrets, didn't really want on there, um, didn't fully understand what they were consenting to. I mean, it, I just see it could potentially get really messy if people come back and say, why do you why did you use my voice on your podcaster? I want you to take it down. Proving consent seems the most tricky to me. What do you think, Melissa? Could not agree more. And I love what you said about Clubhouse kind of taking the lead. I think if we're going to be able to record rooms, having consent within the app where people who enter the room acknowledge that if they get on stage, they will be recorded is really the only way to go. I think in the meantime, some of the things that I've seen people doing are putting just in the title of the event, they put recorded with the red circle emoji. They say out loud that they're recording. And I know you and I are kind of trying to repeat that we are recording the session, but only planning to use audio snippets from what you and I say, maybe. <laughs> we might just not even use the whole thing. I'm just recording it to test things out to stay curious. But I think beyond that, if I were recording with somebody who I really intended to release it as a podcast episode, I would still get it in writing outside of the app. I would send them a contract the same way that a lot of people use podcast guest release consent forms, and I would maybe look at that language to see if it needs to be updated at all. But I don't know. I think that it is so exciting to be able to record because the thought of doing an interview live and having an audience and being able to share, like that's really exciting. And then even though the downside of live is not everyone can attend, if you can record it and release it as a podcast episode, now it lives on, it's evergreen, you reach more people, you really get all the benefits that a podcast can give you. But ooh, the gray area and that legal stuff definitely makes me nervous right now. Well, and I wonder if people wouldn't want to stick around, like, you know, even if we were like, all right, we're going to do a 10 minute recording, just the two of us first, like, Sometimes people want to be in clubhouse rooms because they want to inter I mean, most of the time, right? People want to be in clubhouse rooms because they want to interact. So we don't necessarily come on clubhouse to sit in the audience for 10, 15, 20 minutes. Jumping out of the room for a second, I thought Laura made a great point. People these days are tuning into clubhouse because maybe they want to interact. And I know for some people, raising your hand and getting up on stage is still a little daunting. And it is for me too, for sure. But let me just say, in an app as new as Clubhouse, it's also important to consider the fact that a lot of people will continue to be brand new over the next few months. And like my first experience, a lot of them might not be totally sure what's what the first time they join. Like I know the first time I got into Clubhouse and I joined a room, it was kind of by accident. And then I heard voices coming out of my phone and I immediately panicked and like exited the whole app because I thought people could hear me too, because I'm used to joining rooms in Zoom. And so unless it's somehow made clear from Clubhouse that it's only recording the people on the stage or the consent is made clear with some kind of opt-in and you know, if you stay in the audience, you're not being recorded, you'd be totally fine. I think that that will continue to impact the number of people who tune in. So I think that's a great point. What I picture is like, if you're going to record a room, you have to have it, it would be clearly labeled somehow on what you see in the hallway. And then you'd have to opt in in some way when you click in the room, like, yes, I agree. I Or like, I, I see and understand that this room is being recorded and I agree. And then I would want it to also be a requirement that the moderators or hosts of the room would have to disclose what they plan to do with the recording. Like, am I, is, are the hosts using it for a podcast? Are they using it to put on their YouTube channel? Is it going to be syndicated on the radio? Um, whatever, whatever it is, I want to know where my voice is going before I consent to being recorded. All of that to say, you technically can record in Clubhouse now, so I'm sure you're wondering, how do I do it? 
Because Clubhouse is an iOS-only app for now, the way to record is to use the screen recording app built into your iPhone. But I didn't really get a good recording from that strategy, so instead I went full-on nerdy podcaster, and I used what's called a double-ender. Here I am back in the room explaining what that means, and then I'm actually going to play you the difference between the double-ender method and the screen recorder method. So here's what I'm doing. I'm on Clubhouse on my phone, my headphones are plugged in, and all of you hear me through the headphones, right? They're just the white Apple headphones, you guys hear me over there. Separately, plugged into my computer, I have a microphone, and the microphone is recording onto the computer. But it is very counterintuitive because I got the whole phone set up, so the phone is basically Clubhouse only. Headphones in, I hear it, I'm speaking, you guys hear me. But then separately, my computer doesn't hear you guys at all. The only thing recording on my microphone into my computer is my voice. So Laura's going to send me her voice, and that's probably how I'm going to put my podcast episode together. And it is an interesting gray area, Laura, because if we weren't recording on this Clubhouse phone, but you were recording your microphone and I was recording my microphone, would we still need consent in Clubhouse? As you can see, the gray area is real. Laura and I are still pretty hesitant about recording, but before we wrapped, I wanted to share three strategies that Laura is using to build up both her Clubhouse following and her podcast audience. This is also where I'm going to demo the difference between the screen recorder and the double ender. So first, let's hear Laura tell us tip number one, and this is using the double ender method. So Laura is recording into her USB microphone plugged into her computer. I drop new episodes of Profit from Podcasting every Thursday, and then every Monday I do, um, I call it Profit from Podcasting Happy Hour, and um, try to get my guest from the show on with me as well if I had a guest this past week, and we just kind of chat about the episode, what we talked about during the episode, and I have people ask questions that can be related to the episode or can just be a question they have about podcasting or something for my guest as well, and just kind of keep it like a very conversational happy hour type feel and chat. And so like I said, I usually do those on Mondays, and I definitely see my download numbers increase again on Mondays, so I'll see like the initial spike from the people that just download automatically, they're subscribed to the show, or soon to be they follow the show. Um, and then I also see another spike on Mondays. So that is my first strategy that has really been working. Now here's Laura with tip number two, this time from the recording using just Apple's native screen recorder app. What I do right now is, you know, I'll hop into a room that is about podcasting in some way, or sometimes I'm even just in rooms that are about social media marketing or something that I want to learn more about. And if I resonate with what somebody said or feel really strongly about something they said, like I've reached out to people and it's usually on Instagram. So you can link your Twitter and your Instagram account in your clubhouse bio, as I'm sure most of you know. And I reach out to people on Instagram. I usually send them a DM and say, hey, I'm in this clubhouse with you and heard you say this. I'd really love to have you on to talk about that on my podcast. Or there are certain rooms that are for podcasters who are maybe looking for guests or looking to make connections. And so they might get up on the stage and talk about their show. It may be hard to hear the difference between the recordings, but trust me, if you listened to them for as long as I did to make this episode, you would hear that the microphone version, the double ender, is a little bit warmer, the quality is easier to work with in editing, while the screen recording is 
honestly a little bit better than I thought it would be, but the warmth of the tone is just not there. There was also something kind of funny that I realized in post-production editing this episode, and I'm going to play Laura as her third tip is coming up in a second, and notice near the end what'll happen if you record using Screen Recorder in Clubhouse. Well, Clubhouse is not overly searchable right now. That's another thing I hope they improve. But with one of the new features being that most people can create their own clubs now, clubs are searchable. And so you can definitely search out clubs. You can join clubs that appeal to you and that you'll probably, you know, because then once you join a club, you get notifications whenever people are opening rooms under that club. So if you're really interested in social media and you join a club about social media marketing, you'll get uh, notified when those rooms are opening. And what little I do know about Clubhouse and its algorithm, so to speak, is that it does kind of keep track of the rooms that you go to, the people that you follow. So like if you're really interested in in podcasting and you follow Melissa and I on Clubhouse, when we open a room, um, you're more likely to get notified, especially if we're talking about podcasting. So searching clubs would be a big one now that clubs are open to everybody. And just continuing to follow people and go into rooms that are really tailored to what you're interested in because the algorithm will start to pick that up. Did you hear it? Right there at the end, you heard a sound effect, which was the sound of somebody raising their hand in the room. And because I was a moderator, I heard the sound, which means my screen recorder heard the sound. So that's an interesting thing that I picked up only by doing this little test. If you're recording in Clubhouse, you may also get the sound effects and who knows what else. Now, overall, I hope that this has been a helpful overview, both of kind of how to record in Clubhouse, but really how to do a double ender if you're interested and some of the nuance over consent that Laura and I are still on the fence about. But to wrap up this episode, I wanted to hop back into the very end of the room where Laura and I each shared some closing thoughts. I think that Clubhouse and podcasting are linked no matter what because they're both audio platforms. And I think it would be, you know, naive of us as podcasters to assume that there will be no effect. Just the fact that people can ask their own questions directly, the fact that it's so interactive, I think that has the potential to really shift the direction of podcasting in the future. Not even just, oh, I now record on Clubhouse and release my podcast episode, but I think it could change people's expectations of the kind of conversation they expect to hear in Clubhouse versus the kind of conversation they expect to hear in a podcast. So I think it's just so early. Who's to say? But I am going to kind of quickly sign off and say who I am. And then Laura, you can close us out. So I'm Melissa. I run a business called Wit & Wire where I help creators launch and grow podcasts to really build up their audience and their sincere connections with people to help their businesses grow. And it's been great having all of you here. I hope to connect with you over on Instagram or in other future, you know, Wit & Wire episodes of our podcast of the same name. And Laura, as always, it's such a pleasure to co-host anything with you. So do you want to kind of close us out? Thank you so much. It is a pleasure to co-host with you as well, Melissa. And yes, I would just like to close out by saying that I, first of all, 100% agree with Melissa. Um, Clubhouse and podcasting are definitely linked. There are similarities. There are probably repurposing opportunities that will continue to present themselves as the Clubhouse app continues to mature. Um, Something else we didn't really cover in a lot of detail is that as of right now, it's still only available to iOS users. So doing all of these, you know, cool recordings on Clubhouse and repurposing them as podcasts is still excluding probably half of your audience or so, maybe a little bit less. 
you know, for me, like a lot of my audience is on Apple products, probably because I've promoted the podcast so much on Clubhouse. So, you know, there's all, all of those things to keep in mind as well. So to close out, I just want to thank everybody for coming and joining the conversation today. I'm sure we will continue this conversation as we continue to learn more and Clubhouse continues to evolve. If you have any questions about podcasting or Clubhouse that you think I might know the answer to, you're welcome to DM me on Instagram. I would love to hear from anybody who knows more about the advantages to having a club on Clubhouse because I'm still a little confused on that front. And you can always check out my podcast, Profit from Podcasting. I hope you enjoyed these excerpts from our Clubhouse room. I personally will probably dabble in Clubhouse, but it's not going to be a primary focus for me. And that's just because I have so much going on. But certainly Clubhouse is a fun playground. I've kind of joked that it is a playground for extroverts. So for me as an introvert, I'm having a hard time kind of breaking through, raising my hand and getting up on stage. But I have enjoyed co-hosting rooms with Laura and certainly having somebody else in it with you, I think makes a world of difference. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I hope that you'll choose to follow our podcast. I'm not sure if your app has switched over yet, but the subscribe button is becoming the follow button and there's a little hot tip for you in today's outro. But no matter the word, I hope that you'll choose to hit some kind of button that will allow you to get alerts when new episodes are released. As always, you can learn more about Wit & Wire's programs at witandwire.com or you can come hang out with me on Instagram over at Wit & Wire. I'm Melissa Guller and you've been listening to Wit & Wire's podcast. I'll see you next time, podcasters.